Welcome back to the Front End Coffee Break. This is episode 24. My name is Ricardo Torres. With me as usual, Chucho Castaneda. How are you? Hello, Ricardo. I'm all good. Relaxed today. It's been a tough day, but in general, uh, not that tough. So quite relaxed. But it's good. It's November. It's super hot in Barcelona. It's like it's summer. So we cannot complain. It's fantastic. <laughs> Well, I'd rather be a little bit, uh, for it to be a little bit cold, but unfortunately I do have my coffee as always that warms my hand and I hope that I don't spill it all over. Is it decaf? Is it gaff? Does it have some sort of um, energizer in it? No. <laughs> the only time that I use, uh, usually my first coffee in the morning is regular coffee, but yeah. after that it's always decaf, unless I'm too sleepy, which it's... Uh, in it. In it. Not that common, so decaf. I try to stick with decaf. All right, sounds good to me. Um, topic for today. Topic for today. Something we have not prepared very well, uh, but we will try our best uh, because I come here with tensions, right? Um, so the t title or the theme for today is decisions or options or decisions, not options, whatever. Um, here's my tension. My tension is uh, we as front end developers we will usually work with content management systems, right? I mean, I know some of you out there are heroes and do you only code apps that have no content maintenance, but usually uh, what we do in the enterprise is work with content management systems. In our case, AEM, you know, um, basically it means that you have some uh, content editors that create content in a platform, and then you use that to render your components in the front end to build a, web a website, a web app, or whatever it is, right? Is that a good description of what we do with Twitch or would you... Rephrase it somehow. <laughs> That's a, a, a great uh, a great summary uh, regarding on what we do. We specifically work uh, work ourselves with a, a content management system, which is part of the a uh, one of many ways to to do it. And we give a lot of liberty to the clients to put or build the pages as they want to. We just give them create the tools, and then they use them. But there's always the problem with that the, since we are the ones that create the tools that they're going to later use for the for to build the component, it's like, um, you know, um, how good is the tool? What what type of tool? How does the tool need to be in order to be useful, good, or whatever? In this case, there's uh, just came into mind this old saying that if you have a hammer, every single problem still seems like a nail. Even if it's a screw, it's like, nope, I have a hammer, so pop, 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 pop. And, and that's so, my problem. That's the problem where we have, like, websites or, like, let's say, user stories, right? Where, for instance, the user just wants to have a component that, I don't know, um, have an input field to enter an email address and sign up for a newsletter, right? So how do you create that component? I mean, what options do you give the content editor to create that component? Do you give them the options to add a header? Do you have the option to customize, okay, the placeholder of the input, the label of the input, the required message, the submit label of the uh, of the button, all this, I mean, how do you decide? How do you decide how much, like, customization do mm. you allow the contenators? In the end, that's what you say. It depends on how much customization you want to allow, because it could be from, uh, you have a component that's called uh, the, the my form or whatever thing you're going to try to do, a subscription form, and you just drag it, put it, and it has everything there, and maybe you just uh, determine in which part of the page it is. Or you can be as complex as you add the the container of the form, and then you add everything, like, oh, I want the layout to be like, 
on the right, left side the tags, on the right side the inputs. Or no, I want one above the other. And and you, I mean, you could go uh, so deep to give like total granular um, uh, ability to for them to make the form as, as they are. And it is a top cho- tough choice. And my opinion, it would really go depending on two things. The first thing is what is the the need that you are. Uh, that you are covering or that you are, um, how do you say this? Uh, the problem you, we're solving? What, what the problem solving? you're solving or the yeah. need that, yeah, yeah. So w- what is it? No, what exactly, what is the goal that you want to achieve with that? And depending on that, uh, I take you take one decision or another because it could be like, okay, I want a very simple thing to do. I just want to, to be able to, to do this with the format. It's the only form and I've never changed it. So maybe in that case you say, okay, you you know that you you are very clear that you are not using forms in the rest of the of the website. Maybe this is the form that you have. Then I'll create you the form. Yeah, do you see, I don't think that. I mean, I've never encountered this. Like all the clients, usually, if you ask them, do you want more customization or less customization, they always go, yeah, sure, let me customize everything because I don't know. Maybe next month I will I will want to have a different like version of the component and sure, give me the options. But then for development for QA for everything, it makes it so much complex, right? When you have, as you said, a component that can have 20 variants, right? Do you really need that? Um, maybe we as like consultants or front-end leads, front-end architects, whatever your role is, we get also like uh, teach the clients not to say, hey, maybe it's good enough to have just a drag and drop component, looks perfect, meets the style guide, meets the designs, and you cannot make it break because the texts are fixed short, translatable, but you cannot, you know, multiple columns, left, right, more buttons, all those things. Well, uh, yeah, definitely uh, ourselves, us as roles, when you have a, us as roles, huh? uh, when we have a role of a tech lead or we have a role that is more in contact with the client, it is part of our job to assess or uh, to tell, not, not assess, but to um, consult with the client and, and give him advice regarding on what to do. You know, it's like, what is your need? This is your need. Okay, how can we cover it? This is a way that we can cover it. And and you only not only focus on that specific need, but you focus on the entire project itself. You have to have a more global focus to know, okay, so this is what you need to, to you want to achieve. But then again, maybe you also have these other goals that you want to achieve. So maybe the best way to do it is this or that way. In the end, I think that, um, as you say, the client wants a lot of, of flexibility sometimes, but sometimes it's like, okay, do you really need it? Maybe not. So I'll give you the minimum amount of flexibility that it's flexible enough to for you to work with, and then you can build upon that. I personally like um, that you don't have that many options. I mean, AEM, for example, already gives you a lot of options that you do not need to 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 do yourself. Like, for example, and this is something that I that I, that I love the the AEM grid system, the where you can determine how the component is going to be looking in the different breakpoints, you know, if you can say, Hey, you know, in my phone, I want it to be full width, but when I go to tablet or go to the desktop breakpoint, I want it to cover three or four columns or whatever. And that's something that's already out of the box. You don't need to worry uh, about that, but you do need to worry about other stuff that the client might need to, might, might want to, 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 to do uh, things that I've seen are, for example, the ability to change colors or the ability to change uh, font sizes or spaces around or whatever. I mean, I'm sure there are valid use cases where 
like a client really needs a way to customize the component in different variants because maybe the website is like an umbrella for different brands and you want to customize each like form for each brand. That I understand, right? But maybe, again, maybe you don't need that in the like component itself, but rather on a code ba based, like a, co a code level where you have mm. your CSS properties and then you change them accordingly to your theme or like, well, what I really is like is like, having to customize everything. And then you have, have my end-to-end -end desk on Cypress. There have like 10 <laughs> use cases where, sure, yeah. it's on the left, it's on the right. It's uh, multiple um, uh, rich text with multiple links, uh, bold uh, fonts and everything. It's very hard to comply then with the designs, right? And then you get tickets saying, hey, this doesn't look good. And I'm like, yeah, but the, the content editors added like um, 200 lines. And what do I do? Do I just cut them off at 100 lines? Or what do we do, right? So. It really adds complexity and and of course the client wants this whole what you see is what you get right hmm. uh adding the component dragging as you said before trying it in different viewports but uh is this the best way to develop <laughs> well at least the way that i that i see it is uh, i like the idea of developing components and making sure to and having the alpha being the one that that builds uh, the build set and um, well, you were mentioning the the style guide. This is something, I guess, one of the the places where you can start uh, knowing what you really need. Taking a look at the style guide, seeing how things should look, and then based on that, you can you can know how complex things ha have to be or how configurable things have to be. Because I and it's one thing that 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 you have to know is that yes, the client might want to have everything, but then again, the more you have, the more cost, the more it costs. So the simpler the thing is, the, the less cost because the development time is less. The customization is that costs money. So you, uh, we yeah. But you see, you see, sometimes they're loaded, man. Sometimes they're clients that they really have a lot of spend, and it's fine, and we love it, right? Everybody has mm -hmm. money, uh, but then they it's really hard for me at least to sell like technical debt or uh, over engineering, over complexity, saying, hey, this is just a component that could be like you know just a small JavaScript, small CSS, and it would be rock solid. But then it, it comes up with you know. A lot of JavaScript, lots of CSS, multiple layouts in HTML, just because maybe in the future I want a barbarian. I, for example, my philosophy would be to build the most simple uh, components possible, giving not the minimum amount of of, of uh, options, but just give the, the a good set of base options, and then grow from there depending on the on the client's needs, and then, for example, add systems in which, as you say, that you can. Uh, modify colors, you can modify spaces, you can modify this or that e in a so somewhat easy way. We actually have a product uh, in Cognizant and Eccentric, the, the XN, which allows uh, the user to begin, the, the client begin with a base uh, website, and then you, they, we give them the liberty to actually change the themes, uh, but from the entire website or from different specific bases, their pages. Our levels, so this means that they can customize. They can have a, like a base base website, and then they can customize things quite a bit. And I like the idea of that. It's like you you use the basic customization, and then uh, you have something more, a little bit more complex that you can apply to your pages. Yeah, but then you give the author so much power to actually break the design and break the website. Right? They can add lots of components. They cannot follow the style guide, and then it does look really good. Right? Yeah, but. That that that's that's all you 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 want flexibility to be able to to build whatever you want or to build things that are uh, your way. You have the flexibility to maybe break them. You, 
I um, my philosophy when I'm building uh, components in general is that I am going to assume that the author is smart or that it, they know what they're doing. And if it doesn't look good, it maybe it's because they didn't use the component right. And the reason because of this is because, yes, you can build thinking of, oh, maybe the component, the user or the author is going to do this or that. And I'm going to build it in such a way that it, that this will never make it look bad. But then you need to add additional code, additional styles, things to uh, prevent the components for the page from breaking. And this is, once again, you add additional complexity that maybe it's not necessary. And maybe just saying, hey, man, if you want to use this component, take into account that you cannot use it here or you cannot combine it with this because it's not made to be used that way. Um, what working or like developing in a headless manner like solve some of these issues but but how would you how, how would you do it i mean the the idea of 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 working with a, in a headless manner it's interesting but i think it has it's very specific use cases use case, so that's it's true but i mean i've been enjoying very much like lately for the past i know several years uh having my simple HTML with not much information, and then hydrating it uh, with JSON data coming from an API that, that could be content, that could be you know, user data. And, and I enjoy very much the power that gives me in terms of like controlling, um, yeah, the component itself, right? I mean, surely there are variants and surely the JSON could give you, uh, I don't know, a property called give me color, right? Whatever it is. But usually it's more like you have your component, which doesn't have many options, more like decisions. And then you hydrate with a JSON um, that comes from whatever. It could be AM, Adobe Experience Platform mm -hmm. Manager, or it could be the new Edge Delivery um, thing, right? Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, do you like, do you prefer one or the other? Or if you could sell one or the other, what would you, um, yeah. Oof, I, <laughs> my... <laughs> My philosophy is always, and this is something that I, when I'm working in any project, I say, anything that can be done in the backend should be done in the backend. Right. Okay. That I like to keep the complexity in the front end to the minimum. So I think that, for example, the, the headless, uh, if you go with the headless option, the thing that you have is that all the things are done in a way in the front end because you receive a JSON, you receive the information, and then you need to process it and see what you do. Although I think that there are cases where this is valid. I try to have everything that can be done in the backend to be done in the backend. I like the idea, of, this is something that I learned some years ago and I was really impressed and I liked it, that with AM you could, for example, build your page or build experience fragments with pieces of code or pieces of, of content that you wanted uh, done in a certain way. And then you could use that those pieces of content and place them in the, in the different parts of your website, or you can deliver it headlessly to as a service to anyone that wants to use it. I, I found that quite interesting because that means that you give the, the client the, the ability to create the content that they want and then they say, and then to distribute it to whoever wants to consume that content. It doesn't have to be the website itself, which would be the main, I guess, the main uh, consumer. But then you can send this to, I don't know, other applications, third-party third, third party applications, or you can use it in sub-websites or I don't know, whatever. And it's nice. And when you want to update that information, just go to the to the editor, to the experience fragment editor, edit, edit that the content there, and everything everywhere gets updated. That's nice. So I do think that it has value, but I would always go on on, on more of a non headless option uh, way. How about you? 
Because I, no, think... I think yeah, you, you, you've <laughs> given like perfect like uh, example saying, hey, think of your content of multi-channel, right? Not just website, but think about mm. if you have your own uh, web app or you have your email and everybody can just consume this service. And in, in the end, experience fragments from AEM is just a form, right? You fill up the form and you have fills and then, it, you know, you get the JSON, which is fantastic and everybody can work with it. Um, I cannot disagree with you. I, you know, you know who I am. You know, I know you. Uh, it's like we're brothers, right? So, so definitely, definitely, uh, if it can be done in the backend, look in the backend. It's faster. It's easier. Surely, um, frontend should be just in charge of painting, right? Uh, even though we dumb down our our uh, skill set or whatever you call it, um, in the end, yes, painting is just fine. Don't don't give me like business logic on the front end. But still, I mean, going back to to handless, I I, I don't know. I, I think. Hmm. It's powerful because um, the authors cannot break much stuff. Like you have a form and you fill it, and then it's pretty much sure. I mean, it's, it's an input field or it's a text area or a drop down, select from okay. three options, and then the author cannot really break the website. But when you have a, what you see was you get a sort of environment where you can, you know, drag handle components, change everything, it's more prone to, to error, which then you go back to origin of the episode, decisions are options, right? So what do you do? Do you take a decision of saying, hey, the component can only have this form and then you fill it and it will look fantastic? Or do you give them options to, you know, yeah, break or not break? <laughs> but then again, in this case, when you're working with headless, as you say, you are just creating content that then someone has to consume it. But then you, I don't know, could you break it when you're consuming it? I mean, I guess, sure. I mean, if you code wrongly the, the, the component in JavaScript, <laughs> but in the end, you would have one template, right? Imagine you, you, you receive um, an, an array of items and you know its name, last name, age, and favorite color. But in the end, you will render that on the HTML and there's no way for you to like place it differently unless you have some sort of configuration or more properties to configure it in the end. You have these elements, you print them. You could also like in the front end, you know, trim the strings, um, Split whatever you want to split to do all your magic in JavaScript to to make it look good always, right? Regardless of, of uh, the content, you say, yeah, having is going to be only 50 characters, be done with it. Um, I don't know. And in you, in your personal projects, how do you work with, with this kind of philosophy or? <laughs> good one. <laughs> good one. Um, in my personal projects, since I'm only a front-end, I don't want to do... I, I'm sorry, I don't want to do backend, so it's mm. usually just server-side render, right? It's just HTML. Okay. And I mean, usually we are in the front-end coffee break and we love yes. front-end, but yes. I hate front-end. I mean, I hate JavaScript, right? Not front, <laughs> I hate JavaScript. You know me, we've already talked about this in the past. Yes. Um, so my side projects, it's a lot of HTML, great CSS, and just a small JavaScript here and there, uh, if I can help it, because yeah, JavaScript, man, I'm just so tired. Um, <laughs> But, well, then again, um, in, in my case, I, I guess um, I more go more or less in the same direction as you, but then there's some projects, some personal projects that I have that are very JavaScript heavy because basically I'm building interfaces or be building something that I, that I wanted to do. I have one put in the freezer, which is basically a comic book reader. Nice. And which basically you just grab an image and then you select, uh, sort of give the edit, the, you edit the way that the comic should be re read and then mm -hmm. someone on the phone can go and read the same comic and he just creates like scripts or what to show the image and such. Mm. That's quite uh, JavaScript, JavaScript heavy. But then again... Wait, wait, why, why, why? So it's just, you know, a bunch of images one under the other and that's it's, it. That, that's no, a comic. 
It is one image, a comic book, and then you have to decide. You know, uh, if, when if you're reading web comics, yeah, uh, in an app, you, I mean, you can just look at the image horizontally. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, but that's that's the, the least thing. You can also go panel by panel. You can ah, just like swipe. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it 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 gave you a, a possibility of just having, especially in the phone. You know, that was the idea. You swiping, and then it showed you the next panel. And swiping, and then it would do. Like, not only would it show you the next panel, but also if if you wanted to do a little bit of zoom, if you wanted to oh. to shake the image a little bit, you know, it added a little bit of interaction right. that you were seeing there. So yeah. it's not just showing the page of the comic, but actually one part of the page. Uh-huh. And then smoothly transitioning to the the different part. And this is in the end quite. Uh, Definitely very, JavaScript. But, but we're digressing regard uh, on the on the Sorry. topic at hand. Um, decisions, options, headless, and <laughs> and, and, and such. whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, going back to it, I think that there's room for everybody, right? Doing a server-side render or doing headless. Um, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I, I would love to to hear more from other like uh, roles or people like more consultants mm-hmm. or or quality assurance people that are I mean, even backends, right? I mean, how do you guys feel about um, yeah, you know giving authors so much power and then you end up with defects and you end up with issues that would have not happened if, if the components were maybe simpler or hmm. or not as, as, as free form, right? You know, rich text and all those things. Well, uh, the as, as, as time goes by, the tools become more and more powerful. You know, um, when, when I started working with AM, uh, we didn't have, for example, the, the grid system. We, right. It was more more or less like, oh, you wanted to have two columns, you needed to create a column control. It's, it, it was like a very, um, I think it's still a, a very common component in, in different websites. You have a column control because you want to put elements divided in columns. And now with the grid system, the, just the editor has, if you have it activated, the, the, it has, he, they have a lot of power and are able to organize or the layouts in many different ways and not only in 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 the page, but in one view, but in different breakpoints, be very specific. And that that is amazing. And if you we use have, also container queries with that, it's amazing. If you right? use container queries, that is like next level, which is great. Um, because it gives you a lot of power without having that many options, you know. Yes, thank you. You don't have, you don't have that many <laughs> options, and yet uh, the ones that you have give you a lot of uh, flexibility, which is quite nice. Um, we have projects, and, and there are some very interesting projects that that are being done by colleagues of us of ours that are just blow that blow your mind regarding what what you're doing. Because, for example, let's say you have a, a very simple image component, which usually you just drag an image, you add the alt text, and maybe add one or two other options, very basic options. But I've seen components, and I've worked on components in which you add the image and then you select part of the view, you might select, okay, I want this part of the image to be shown in desktop and this part of the image to be shown, yeah, to to edit and even just add additional, uh, the controls that they build uh, around the different uh, components are, are just like uh, next level. It's 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 amazing. Uh, so, yeah, you can build anything, but I agree that the idea is that Give the, the the client as much flexibility as they have without have the, making it too complex. I yeah, um, I've said <laughs> everything you need to say. I am I am now fulfilled, and I want to hear from the audience, right? Really, the listeners. Okay. If you have uh, inputs on this or your opinions, we would love to to hear them and challenge us. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what what the people the audience they. they has to say. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much, Chucho, for joining me.
Thank you very much, Ricardo, and I hope that you have a great day. See you in the, fin- in the next front and coffee break. <laughs> Bye. Bye.